1: to the real estate investing morning show
0: today is wednesday october 5th 2022 the weather today will be a high of 12 degrees in edmonton
1: it's gonna be chilly today
0: (laughs) bring out coats
1: yeah bring your coats to school kids
0: it's coat time (laughs) sweater weather good morning everybody we are broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. mountain time on the Podbean app. If you want to join in live, just download yeah. that Podbean app, look up the real estate investing morning show and get in on it. Get to say good morning and see all these lovely people coming in here. So there's there's a live chat so you can chat with everybody on the app. There's also a call in button. You can call in and ask any questions you want about real estate investing for free every morning. Free coaching. Yeah, baby. It's right there. No excuses. Um, who do we got saying good morning today? We got uh, we got Elray. we got morning, Jeremy Elray. joining in, we got Courtney, Denise. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Do, good do, do good Courtney morning. and Denise sit beside each other on separate phones?
1: I do not believe so.
0: Are they in separate rooms? I'm just gonna need to
1: get to the bottom of this. Sir? I just
0: love that they're like, I see Courtney general, good morning, and then Denise, good morning, right afterwards. <laughs> I bet you they're like sitting beside each other, be like, Hey, let's do it at the same time. So this, I think they were in different rooms. <laughs> I don't know. Francis is here. Separate rooms, she says. Dawn is here. Ken is here. Garrett is top of the morning to you. Kyle's here. September fan of the month. Yeah. Amanda's here. Keaton's here. Nathan's here. Courtney. Courtney. Yep, separate rooms. (laughs) (laughs) They're both brushing their teeth in separate rooms saying good morning. Ryan's here as well. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for joining. Sheila's here. Okay. All right, guys, stop. I can't keep up. Um, Full house. It's a full house today. I, what do we got going on today?
1: <laughs> How do we do this every day?
0: I have no idea. Lots of people ask.
1: Somehow the seven o'clock hour comes and we talked.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay. Thank God that worked out. <laughs> One more in the bag. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah we, we really have no idea what we're going to talk about. Um, we I am literally just taking my first sip of coffee. I woke up a little bit later than usual today. No, you didn't. Didn't I? No. No, oh, I felt like it.
1: You got up before your alarm went off. Uh,
0: you know... That's because mine
1: went off six times.
0: <laughs> I thought I heard it faintly in the other room. Yeah, yeah, we, I, we, <laughs> we're pulling a Flintstones thing. She sleeps in a separate room. <laughs> Beverly woke me up in the middle of the
1: night and I did not have it in me to to uh, move myself back into my room.
0: Well, good thing you stayed over there because I don't know what the hell this guy was doing in the middle of the night. Did you hear me? No. Oh.
1: Oh, yeah, I thought you were <clears throat> sleep yelling.
0: No, I was yelling <laughs> at a guy outside. Like, okay, so we, you know, we get a lot of, every neighborhood has this, but like this this neighborhood for some reason, Um, a lot of cars get broken into in garages and stuff like that. So if I hear a noise in the middle of the night, I am like, like, you know, I I get up faster than the dog. Like, I'm just like, so I heard like this, I don't know, it sounded like faint music, almost like a a little boombox or something (laughs) like that. And then like something was being dragged, like on the on the sidewalks I'm like okay what the fuck is going on so I jump out of bed I it it would you would have been would have been hilarious to have seen it because I jumped out of bed but I jumped too hard and I kind of fell (laughs) so I jumped up and then I kind of like rolled off the bed and hit the wall and then just kind of trying to get myself together and then I just pull the blinds up really quickly and I look out and um there's a guy with a black hoodie hood over his head with a little um headlamp like a little Home Depot headlamp And he's like, he's dicking around with the 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 green like uh, cable box. And he's like, just kind of like beating it up and like hammering it and shit. What? And I'm like, I yell, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And he goes, I'm with Shaw Cable, I'm doing an upgrade. I look at my fucking phone, it's two o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Why the fuck? And then so I watched him for a little while and he didn't skip a beat. Like he like, I I believed him when he said I'm like, oh, Okay. <laughs> Keep it down. And I kind of went back and then I just kept kind of looking through the blinds. And sure enough, yeah, he was doing an upgrade at two o'clock in the fucking morning.
1: Right outside, like... Right
0: outside our fucking window. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but like right outside a whole bunch of people's window because like it's a, it's a new developed neighborhood. So, yeah. you know, like the houses are like an inch away from each other. Yeah. So there's like, like that box is outside like eight houses. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like I, I just I can't understand unless, of course, it was like some sort of an emergency thing. See, Maybe. they send out emergency people, you know, on on the night shift, but you know, they they could do that during the day. Yeah. I was just really I had to I was now I was thinking about is this guy lying to me? Should I keep watching him? Um, I didn't see a Shaw truck or anything, but I know that the, the, a lot of those people they 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 don't have like you know Shaw vehicles or Telus vehicles. They have their own vans and they kind of contract out so. I don't know. But anyways, that thing kept me up and then I went back in bed and I'm thinking about like, you know, is it real? Is it not real? You know. Should I call somebody? <laughs> um and then suddenly I started thinking about work cuz yeah, that once you wake up, <laughs> it suddenly you start thinking of all the things you haven't done. So uh yeah, I didn't get the greatest night's sleep, but um
1: Well, I slept pretty good. <laughs>
0: Uh, I did hear
1: you yell though, and I thought that you were yelling in your sleep because I'm like, who the hell is he talking to?
0: (laughs) So yeah, I mean, what I really said was like, hey, Chico.
1: Yeah. (laughs) What are you
0: doing? That's what I really said.
1: That's why I thought you were yelling in your sleep because I am like, who is he talking to? I couldn't remember what you said. That's why I was like, I was trying uh, to remember. Well, but... I thought
0: for sure this guy is like masked out. Just trying to, I don't know, trying to s- thought there might be copper in there or something. <laughs> just... <laughs> but he just looks up with his headlamp. Who? And he's like, I'm with Shaw Cable. I'm doing a, an upgrade. <laughs> oh, all right. Keep it down. That's that's what really happened. So yeah, I thought for sure you're going to be coming into the room, but you didn't. But yeah, Garrett says here in the comments, he's like contractors on meth should start a reality show. Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so that's that. So yeah, I, I I I don't I don't understand why they have people on on night shift uh, for 2 a.m. for upgrades. Shift, yeah, yeah it's at two a.m. Something's fishy there. Yeah. Yeah, unless like unless I've got like a job board or something like that where like they can just like go and, you know, pick off jobs or whichever and get paid. Because I know that like I've I've spoken to people who work for Sean Tellis like they they get paid per the job or something like that and then they can do as many jobs as they want kind of thing. I don't understand it fully, but hmm. it's pretty like you can make some decent money by doing that kind of stuff. But so maybe there's a job board and he's just like, oh, he needs some some math money and decided to go out at two o'clock in the morning and get a job done. <laughs> hmm. How about a word from our sponsors? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, No, don't do that. Um, Real estate investing. I think we're good. How about a word from our sponsors?
1: Okay. If you are listening to this podcast and you currently invest in Southwest Ontario or Alberta, you need to get on the DCI properties buyers list like now. These guys have wicked deals for flippers and buy and hold investors. They know their numbers and they are really easy to work with. In speaking with their owner, their goal is to help investors get into properties that make them money. That's it, plain and simple. Don't wait, get on their buyers list and start accessing these amazing deals today. Just go to www.dciproperties.ca slash Alberta buyers to access their off-market Alberta properties and www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers for their Ontario properties. It's just that easy.
0: (laughs) Um, It's funny. As I was talking, uh, Amber came in the show. And I can just imagine what's going on with Amber, like in your head right now, just trying to figure what out. What are like, they talking about? What the hell is he talking about right now? <laughs> but good morning to you. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I said yesterday that I had so many different things that I wanted to kind of catch up on. Yeah. Um, did. but I never really made any good notes about it. So, uh, I suppose we can talk about upcoming events. Um, I know that um, there is a Calgary Meetup coming up.
1: Indeed there is. (laughs) There is a um, Calgary Fix and Flip Meetup, Investor Meetup at our Lake Bonavista Flip. That is coming up on October 15th from 2.30 to 5 p.m. Um, if you want to grab your free tickets for that, uh, there are limited tickets, um, so but they are free, so just go get them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you can head over to the Real Estate Investing Masters Facebook page, and we have the event bright link pinned to the top, so you can see uh, Jared's post there and click on the link and get your tickets.
0: What's that date again?
1: October fifteenth.
0: Hmm. What? No, I'm just...
1: Trying to figure out if you can make it?
0: Yeah. I don't think I have anything going on that weekend. I'd like to.
1: Mm-hmm. I would, too. I haven't been there in a long time.
0: Okay. Um. You want to check the calendar real fast and see if we got anything going on? And It does not we... appear
1: that we have anything going on.
0: What about Sunday?
1: It does not appear we have anything going on.
0: Okay. Family trip. Done. Done. Add it in. We will be there. <laughs> Signing, not autographs, but um, sorry, just going through my notes here. Okay, cool. Uh, so we got that coming up. Otherwise, uh, October 22nd, we have our introduction to multifamily investing uh, mastermind as well, exclusive to the Real Estate Investing Masters Mentorship Program. So another reason why to join. Um, we have another mastermind coming up. Chris Davies is going to be a part of that. He's going to be leading the charge on that talking all about multifamily investing. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be an open, interactive mastermind. So you get to ask him questions, you get to talk discussion, you know, have a discussion about it. You talk about ideas, you know, where's the best place to be investing, how to invest. It's going to be mostly surrounding like the introduction to it. I would say the basics of it. So that way everybody can get a decent idea. Mm -hmm. Um, But who knows how far it goes. Like it uh, it really depends on, you know, who shows up and how much they want to do.
1: Yeah, there's no script. It's all about what what wants to be discussed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what I love about. Um, workshops are great, but, you know, masterminds are more open and, um, you know, everybody can talk as a group and come up with creative ideas. So um, we just did one on uh, raising joint venture capital this past Sunday, mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And it was, it was great. Mm-hmm. It was really great. So, uh, if you guys are interested in that, uh, got to join the real estate investing masters mentorship program. You can go to reimasters.ca to do that. Uh, like Jason Abalos, Yeah. Jason joined this week. Congratulations. Congratulations to Jason.
1: Congrats.
0: Um, he's getting in on his first, co- uh, first coaching call there, uh, tomorrow. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, every week, Thursday, we have our coaching sessions. Uh, May Palencia joined as well. Mm-hmm. We just announced that yesterday. So congratulations to you guys for taking taking that next step, taking it seriously. Okay, what do we got going on in the comments? Not a whole lot. <clears throat> Ken signed up for the DCI Properties uh, mailing list yesterday.
1: He said, <laughs> Finally. Uh,
0: he said that... Um, It was our hard sell marketing campaign that drew him in.
1: (laughs) Ken, it took you long enough.
0: Yeah, I mean, seriously.
1: guess consistency is key. Consistency
0: (laughs) is key. That is marketing. Wow. Wow. Um, Ken is old and slow, he says. (laughs) All right, well.
1: Wayne, we had a fun day yesterday.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um. So I'm in the shower yesterday and I'm thinking to myself, (laughs) uh, we've had a pretty rough couple weeks. And so I said, Hey, Gab, do you, um, want to go into the city and pick out tile? And, uh, and she said, yes. And we did. So yeah, it was, it was, um, it was really, (laughs) sorry. I didn't know where I was going with that. Um, (laughs) Sometimes Such just, a fun day. Sometimes I just start talking and I don't really know where I'm going. Um, yeah, we. I just decided that it was best that we just kind of get out, and we haven't really spent much time together lately. Just been dealing with shit on shit on shit on shit, and you know we've each got our own things we got to work on, and and I thought it'd just be nice to hop in the car and just go for a drive, and go pick up some tile and grab some stuff, and go check in on our property, and just kind of spend some time together. So it was really lovely. Um, to be able to, even though we were just as busy, we were, you know, on our phones the whole time, responding to emails, answering calls and booking dumb shit. Um, it was, at least we got to do it together, which Mm -hmm. was, which was really nice. Um, yeah. So we went and picked up tile and then uh, a little trip to, a little trip to home Depot.
1: Yeah. had a, um, it's fun because. With the Parkview flip, um, we have obviously, um, as most of you know, um, we have our old contractor back on site. And so he just works away and we make sure he has what he needs. So I order lots of stuff from Home Depot and it just shows up and I just give him a heads up. There's a delivery on its way. Check in with him a couple times a week. What do you need? You coming up on anything that you need supplies for? What's going on? And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, make sure this is there and that's there. <laughs> and yeah, so we were, um, actually I was, when we walked in there yesterday, I was so surprised with like where they're at. Like, yeah. like holy man, that place is coming along. Yeah, And but we, like, there was a bunch of the, like, little stuff that um, I don't order right off the bat that was coming up that was going to be needed. So uh, we were at Home Depot and I was messaging him, do we need this? Do we need this? And he's like, okay, grab these, grab that. And, um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so we ended up with, like, a Home Depot cart, like, full of stuff, like, overflowing with um, random supplies that we needed, a bunch of light fixtures and mirrors and door stops and gosh, I can't even remember f- floor mats. <laughs> um, and light bulbs. Yeah, anyways, yeah. it was just like a bunch of just like random, those like random finishing things. And um, yeah, so we loaded up the car had a full car.
0: Yeah, it sounds really nice. But it was just like Gabby picking stuff and Wayne recommending stuff and Gabby saying no to everything. It's like <laughs> I had all these really great ideas. And then you know, just Gabby just shuts them right down. And then so like Gabby's in the aisle, I'm at the end of the aisle at the end, like the end cap. And there's another woman just kind of like reading, I don't know, the back of the box, an older woman. She's just kind of just pretending like she's not listening, but she's listening. (laughs) And Gabby's like, no, no, we're not doing that. And then I just saw her smirk out of the corner of my eye, I looked over, I'm like, yeah. And she's like, she's like, Yeah. (laughs) So she starts chuckling, laughing, because she could just tell that I'm not winning anything. I'm like, okay, so it's just not it's not just me. And she goes, No, no. Like, I'm just here to push the cart. So yeah, sounds sounds really lovely, but it's actually just you know, I I felt like I felt like a four year old waiting for mom to finish grocery shopping. (laughs) Mom, can we get Get this? No. (laughs) Get that out of the cart. When but went, you did do a switcheroo on I me. I did do a switcheroo on you. I
1: picked out a light fixture for the back entry. And um, Wayne, I noticed, was missing for a while when he asked me to go grab something. He uh, he was following me and then he disappeared. And so he reappeared and <laughs> he had swapped out um, my light fixture. That was a bold move, Wayne. I saved, really... us,
0: I saved us $50. That's all I said. That saved us $50. Don't ask me questions.
1: Bold move. I didn't care. It wasn't that big of a deal. Um, if it was like the dining room light, I would have been pissed. Yeah.
0: Speaking of bold moves. <laughs> Go on, finish your story.
1: Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> the, what I was what I wanted to say is that, um, you know, I've 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 said this before to you, and I've said it here on the podcast, but I love I love being involved in flips when I don't have other things. Like they're like there we've been so busy that everything just seems like the biggest pain in the ass to deal with. Yeah. But at the core of it, if I didn't have other shit to deal with and so much stuff going on. I would love to just be super involved in my flips and picking out tile and picking mm-hmm. out light fixtures and delivering stuff and checking in on the contractors. And like, I would love for that just to be like what That's I That's the dream. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, it's <coughs> nice to figure thing, those things out. And like, I am really good behind the desk. Like I am really good at taking care of stuff and getting stuff done, but I don't like it. Like, it doesn't matter if you're good at something. You don't need to like it. It's a job. And I don't. It is a job. And yeah, so that was a really fun day for me to just be out picking stuff, picking tile, picking light fixtures, even though they got swapped, Mm -hmm. and um, just doing that kind of stuff. A different kind of uh, checklist, (laughs) checking out supplies that need to be picked up. Yeah. Yeah, So um, I really enjoyed yesterday. And then going and dropping them off and seeing where the flip was at, like, my goodness the flooring was in all the plastic was pulled down off the feature walls. So I got to actually see them instead of like being hidden behind the concrete was poured for the garage that's being built. Um, yeah, just like it was super cool. And that kitchen is, uh, installation is starting today. They're uh, building the kitchen today and installing it tomorrow. So yeah,
0: we, uh, we were leaving and, uh, I said, uh, it's actually pretty close like i didn't realize we were that close i didn't think they get the flooring in that quick um and there's there's some complications in the bathroom that we needed to do which we can talk about after um but i said honestly gab like we might be done a lot sooner than what i thought and and our contractor on site he does not like giving timelines (laughs) (laughs) and we just understand him he doesn't like the pressure Um, he does a good job and we understand that but it's really hard to get a good timeline with him because It's just, uh, there's so much little shit, especially at the end, especially on a day. Like, like if we went in there tomorrow and all the kitchen was in, we'd just be like, okay, countertop, uh, backsplash and we're all done. Right. And he'd be like, you have no idea. Like there's still 40% of the job left. Yeah. But to be honest, like, because this property like was in really good shape beforehand, a lot of it's already done. Like the trim is almost done. Yeah. Um, I heard you guys talking about trim downstairs. There were some complications with finding some extra stuff, but mm-hmm. otherwise, trim downstairs, trim upstairs, backsplash, which is being done by the tile installer,
1: carpet install,
0: carpet install,
1: yeah.
0: Like it's and then va- like bathroom vanities, handles, toilet, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think it is actually extremely close. Um, and then just waiting on the garage, which will be in, installed or uh, built here in the next two They're weeks. They're doing
1: framing early next week.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it's it's extremely close. I'd like to, I think it will be done before the end of October, which would be great. Yeah. We really need to get that up before snow. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I'm trying not to get too, um too excited about it because there is just random stuff that comes up absolutely um we get we got a little bit of a hood fan issue um trying to troubleshoot that um just the the ducting the 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 venting didn't really line up where we wanted it to because of the um yeah just 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 the configuration of it that there was some stuff in the way so um we had to move it a little bit so we, we had a we had a tinker with that a little bit on um on the installation so that'll be a little bit of work plus um we accidentally got the wrong tub and uh the wrong tub that we got was actually um they delivered the wrong color as well we didn't really notice until we installed it
1: i like how you said we that was so sweet
0: i don't
1: know. i ordered the wrong tub it's okay <clears throat> i'll own it
0: yeah <laughs> um
1: Expensive
0: mistake. It was a, yeah an expensive mistake because like yeah we we built a because of the the configuration of the bathroom it wasn't quite long enough so we had to build a wall slash shelf with it as well and we had it all like framed drywalled painted and then um, we went in there and I knew it was small
1: yeah I, first I first I accidentally ordered a small tub after all the research I did on the tubs I literally just ordered the wrong one oversight um but yeah so we, we had a small tub like a shallow tub <laughs> sorry when we say small that's not very descriptive but a shallow tub instead of a deep tub yeah and um yeah i was like when i saw it in the video that you were taking i was like what is that little thing True. and then yeah we, we just, later we realized deci-
0: well we made the decision that we were just going to keep it it was just yeah you know what we made a mistake big it's deal.
1: installed we weren't there to to catch the mistake it is what it is yeah but then once the walls were painted Uh, It was very apparent that um, they actually like, I I checked my order. So this wasn't my mistake. Um, They sent like a bone of, it was not like that deep bone color, but it was a bone colored tub. Mm -hmm. It was not the bright white that it was supposed to be. So yeah, once we saw that and realized that there was no way we could keep it. So there was two options. We either refinish, like get it um, reglazed to a which, white,
0: which is 600 bucks, Yeah, which would have been about the same price as replacing it with all the labor and everything.
1: Yeah, or we take that opportunity to actually put in like if we're, you know, we can either reglaze it and have a white shallow tub and spend the money or we can spend the money to just get a new tub and get it replaced. I,
0: th- I think that the 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 real concern around that was the extra drywall work and framing. Because yeah. to get that tub out and to get it back in and the extra labor involved with that um, would have been more expensive. But all in all, I mean, to, to get that thing out, uh, we don't know if we're going to be able to return the old tub. Um, but it was the wrong color, so we might be able to get away with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's about a $1,000 mistake. So, yeah. um, But it's a mistake that w- w- we made it is what it is. We made it, it, we fixed it. So, it's so that's that's back in now. Um we got the right tub. It looks great. We went and picked up the tile for the the you know, the the tub surround. And um we'll we'll get her all finished up and it's going to be a really nice bathroom. It's much it's much nicer than what it was before. Mm-hmm. I, I just realized I just yesterday I just realized that reconfiguring where the shower, like, because we had a little, when you went into that bathroom the first time, I don't know if you guys were there at the first meetup. It was tiny. There was a tiny little corner shower in there. Um, and just the way that it was set up, like, to get to the toilet, you were like scraping your leg on the tiny little vanity there. Like, it was just like the way they had it set up, the toilet and the vanity were where the tub is right now. And the shower, which was a very, a um, shallow shower, but like it, like it wasn't, there wasn't a whole heck of a lot of room for a shower on that wall because the door was on that wall, like a, uh, adjacent to it or yeah. perpendicular to it. Um, So like when we were thinking about putting the tub where the shower was, it was just like, it would have to be like a skinnier tub. And also in order to, we'd have to put up a wall because the toilet would be on the end of the tub. And then to get past that wall and past a very tiny vanity with like, you would have had to go sideways and you would have been banging your knee and scraping your leg. And like, it's just, we were so frustrated by it. We're like, what do we do here? Like, how do we handle this? And then I don't know. I just said like, what if we put the shower over there on that wall and put the toilet and the vanity on this side? And so it was like, <gasps> and, I, and I, I, I thought it would be a good idea and it was a good idea, but it wasn't until yesterday when I saw the tub and I'm like, Oh my god, this bathroom actually makes sense now.
1: Yeah, it's there's actually room. Yeah. there's
0: there's a lot of room.
1: Yeah.
0: It actually it makes total sense, and I don't know why they would have put it the other way before. Mm-hmm. It was so dumb. Yeah. And then I've looked at a comparable um just down the street that recently sold about 6 months ago, and that's exactly how they had that bathroom too, and they they left it that way. And it's a really good comparable. Yeah. So, it it makes me feel very good about it that Um, we, we, we spent the extra two grand to get that all reconfigured. Um, and then an extra thousand dollars on the tub.
1: (laughs) It's like an expensive little bathroom. Yeah. It's turning into a pretty
0: expensive bathroom actually now that I think about it. Um, but that, that was a decision that needed to be made because the house is very awkward. There was a few awkward things about it and we needed to eliminate as many of those little awkward spots as possible. Mm -hmm. I.e. the busy street. We can't get rid of the busy street out front. Darn yeah we can't get rid of the uh small square footage yeah uh we can reconfigure a bathroom we can add a garage um and, and we, we can open can, up the kitchen we can open up a kitchen as well, so we're able to a lot of those things that are gonna be against us when we when when buyers start walking through and picking it apart we 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 took care of everything that we could, so I'm pretty excited about it
1: yeah and honestly like um when I was in there yesterday, like, I just think if somebody's looking for, you know, like it has two bedrooms on the main floor and a third in the basement, but I think that somebody who isn't needing, like, you know, the traditional, like, three bath be- uh, three bedrooms up, so somebody in need of, like, a smaller place, <clears throat> it is the sweetest house. Yeah. Like, and once that, like, kitchen is in there, it's going to be stunning, and I would happily live there. Okay. I think I say that about most of our houses.
0: Because <laughs> we do a really good job, yeah.
1: But like there's, there like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's certain setups or, or what it is, but like some houses just like make you feel really good. Like Otwell, if it was in our neighborhood, living in a heartbeat. That's so funny. Parkview, I, I just love it. Okay. I don't know why, but I just love it. Okay. Yeah. I didn't love it. I fell in love with it yesterday. Okay, seeing it all bright, like bright and open and flooring in and coming together.
0: I spent Saturday in Glengarry. Yeah, um, scrubbing fucking windows, which I can tell you that story too. I'll write that one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I can't believe I never told you guys about that. Um, You
1: spent sixteen hours there.
0: I spent sixteen hours in Glengarry
1: on Saturday, which is
0: not what I like doing, and not something I like admitting to. But I. Really love that house, yeah, and I'm surprised you didn't say that I love I love splits, yeah, I love three level and four level splits. I think they're because I grew up in four level splits it seemed like almost every house I live in a lot of houses growing up. I just fucking love them yeah. there's just like it's just like when you think the house is done, there's another level, <laughs> and that's exactly this three level split's got two living rooms, one of them has a fireplace we we'll burning fireplace in it, mm-hmm. the big living room up top is like. Bigger than our bi-level living room, right? Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. And then you got another living room just down below, which you can see. And then you have another living room down below in the basement with another bedroom. Yeah. True. There's five bedrooms in that house. There's a bedroom in the basement. There's a bedroom on the on the on the main floor off of the second living room with a full shower, a be- uh a, a bathroom, and main floor laundry. Yeah. And then you got three bedrooms all the way upstairs. It's really fucking cool. I okay, love that you're house. you're
1: right. I never really – I don't know. I, I haven't spent much time. There's at no garage. Gary, so. That's
0: the downside. Yeah. That's the downside. But it's got a huge yard. But yeah. like that house was such a dump when we got it. And it's still a dump up until yesterday because like there was some garbage and shit that we needed to get rid of. Yeah. um, some They left some like engine oil in the backyard and whatever. And we've just had some bad experiences with like the whole renovation part of it. So like I think there's this – there's just like this
1: a sour taste. Sour yeah.
0: taste about it. But like after I spent that that day in there scrubbing those fucking windows, um, I really, yeah, I'm like, that's the house I want to live in. I don't need a garage that bad.
1: <laughs> so it's funny,
0: you you fell in love with those other ones. I couldn't see myself living in bungalows. I don't yeah. I don't like them.
1: You know what? You're you're totally right though. Like once you explained Glengarry, like it is a really cool house. And we opened up that main <laughs> space, the kitchen and living room and dining area. So it's a nice big open quote unquote main floor and there are really cool living spaces and even though there's no garage there's also that um lower level like where the furnace and stuff is mm-hmm. there's like a whole what do you call those spaces uh crawl space kind of yeah yeah but it's like a four-foot uh, crawl yeah space. like higher it might even be higher than four feet yeah yeah i could pretty much fit in there <laughs> yeah um but yeah there's like a whole like half of the footprint of the basement where there's um, Probably storage. square feet down there. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, like be, I think because we opened up that main floor, there is really great spaces in there. And yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I don't know how I'd fill them all. Like <laughs> yeah. three living rooms. Like you'd need like three three couches and
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We were, I was talking to the stager. Um she's there today. Yeah. Um, so you'll be seeing some pictures on this one pretty soon. Uh, we haven't we haven't shown much content on that property at all, no. actually.
1: Well, we haven't been over there, yeah.
0: um, but except
1: your sixteen hours.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got to know it real good. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. Um, uh, she was saying, "Do you want to stage the other living room too?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we definitely should." Because like as soon as mm-hmm. you walk in the door, you look left, and there's a big living yeah, room. Yeah, they're both right there with a fireplace. You look to the right. And they have a big living room, and then you can also see the open kitchen. Yeah. It's a very big open house. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's it's yeah, you guys are gonna really enjoy those pictures as they come out. Um uh I think landscaping was yesterday, we got the oil removed yesterday. Staging is like we're there's a few different things that we needed the contractors to fix. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh should be done we should yeah. have pictures on friday yeah. like we should have professional pictures on friday and listed like this weekend yeah so that's that's exciting too you guys will get to see that but um i, I wanted to go back to parkview that other property you fell in love with so i went out a little off topic there and i can talk about those windows after um you you, you made a comment about how i made a bold decision about a light fixture and how uh, I, you picked out a light fixture in Home Depot and then I went back and I swapped it out with it a bold decision. Uh, and then as soon as I walked into Parkview, you know, we're hauling in boxes <laughs> and boxes of tile and stuff like that. I, I look like, over in the dining room. I'm like, what the fuck is that in the dining room? This is. So when you look at our flips, you're going to notice they the all same. look the same. I told everybody, like, you, you love our flips. You're not going to love them that much anymore because t- guess what? All the pictures are going to look exactly the same. You're not
1: going to be able to tell the properties You're apart. You're not going
0: <laughs> to be able to tell them apart. And so, voila, Gabby goes and gets this, like, black bead light fixture. I, I don't know. And I looked at him like, what the fuck is she thinking? And it's not that I don't like it. It's that she made a decision without consulting me and we are so busy right now i don't know how you had the time to find another light fixture (laughs) so in my mind i'm thinking one that's bold two where the hell did you have time to do that uh and and three how come you didn't tell me
1: yeah so yeah i did pick out a different light fixture than we normally use and um there's there's reasons so normally in our dining areas you have like that traditional uh long rectangular dining space mm-hmm. and you know you have room to put your uh f- i can't remember how big they are maybe five foot no six foot maybe uh dining tables <laughs> with you know you can extend them and put the leaves in and um and so you have room to put those nice big yeah. dining light fixtures that the, the big rectangular ones. Um, they're, they're beautiful. They make a nice impact. And we have one that we've been putting in all of our flips. So it's been working out great. We just order the same one. We know, you know, there's no thought process It just goes in. Uh, but with this property we have, um, so we extended our kitchen into the dining space. And what I mean by that is we pulled, um, cupboard and counter space over the whole length of the wall so through the kitchen and then through the dining room
0: yeah because we couldn't remove that middle wall um that we would normally open Put up an island yeah. and have a beam um because there was um the, a bunch of
1: ducting and stuff
0: well it there? was the the chimney actually went through that wall okay so yeah. we wouldn't be able to open it up
1: yeah so uh and also our our really good sold comp um basically you know if it worked for them let's replicate it that's yeah. what they did yeah so it was a really good way to get in some extra cupboard space but what that meant is it kind of shortened our dining space area so we knew that we were going it was going to be like a round table type of situation mm-hmm. that we would have to put in for staging um to make to give people the visual of of what it, <coughs> what can fit and what will look nice and that sort of yeah. thing And keeping in mind, it's a smaller square footage and, you know, two bedrooms up, in theory, they probably don't need a really big dining table as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but because that space was shortened, you can't stick a huge long, um, light fixture in there as you traditionally would in a dining area. So I knew that we needed something smaller and probably like circular, Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is that because those cupboards are in that dining area, now our centered light is going to be off-centered for where we're going to have to put the table. I was you're going to ask to... you about that. Yeah. We ran
0: into that issue in sure Park.
1: Yeah, because you're going to have to pull the table off of that wall further, um, and now your light fixture isn't centered. So I knew that we needed one of the hanging ones where if need be, we could loop it up onto a hook
0: oh. and move
1: its... its um, spot
0: is the chain long enough yeah oh okay yeah
1: so it can it's it's up pretty high right now just so that you can walk Mm -hmm. under it but we'll we'll situate it however we need to
0: if you guys if you guys see our uh meadow wood flip here it'll be uh it'll be on the market tomorrow so you'll see a lot of pictures of that
1: yeah Um, Uh, or you can check my my um instagram i've posted reels and stuff on it
0: yeah the the stager sent me a picture and she's like hey uh i put the table down but like it's not centered like your light isn't centered over the table and we completely overlooked it. Um, so what we ended up doing is, like Gabby said, getting one of those ones on a chain. And then what you do is you put a hook off to the side in the ceiling, and then you you take the chain and put it up on the hook. So that way you can redirect where the light fixture
1: hangs, um, hangs yeah. which
0: is just a great solution. Yeah. Other than and it
1: still looks lovely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nobody knows. They're never going to know.
1: Yeah. So um, so that's what I was going for is picking a light fixture where I could do that, and. Um, You know what? When I was doing that, I just saw this light fixture that I fell in love with. Mm -hmm. And I don't get to do that often. I don't get to pick things that are like truly Gabby. You know what I mean? It's like, it's what the customer wants. It's what you see. It's, um, you know, the the main one hanging in Home Depot that, you know. And, (coughs) (laughs) sorry. The other thing about the light fixtures that we normally use is that, they have the matching dining room light fixture as well as like the main entryway hanging one. Mm-hmm. So you can get a nice matching set and keep consistency throughout the the flip, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what's nice about it. But yeah, I just, I saw it and I fell in love with it and the price was friggin' right. So I just said, you know what? I think this is lo- going to look really cool in that space. Yeah. I think it's going to look really cool looking at it against the beautiful kitchen that's in there and I'm going to go for it and the worst thing that can happen is that it doesn't look good and we swap it out and I put it in my office that
0: <laughs> that's a, that's a fair point I told you, you should get a new light fixture for your office you know um and it's it's funny like I was about to say like oh okay this is because I went crazy and picked a crazy tile for our Calgary flip. Um, but then as she's saying it, she's like, oh, fuck. She makes a good point. If if hers is wrong, she just takes it off the ceiling and then puts a new one in. If mine's wrong, it's a $4,000 renovation.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait till you guys see the tile we pick for Calgary. Um... <laughs> Wayne
1: and I had a big talk about the tile that he picked for Calgary yesterday because um, so Wayne couldn't really understand what my problem with it was. So Wayne goes down to Calgary with the boys. Matt, I think you're here.
0: Crystal was there Jared, too, but she was completely outnumbered.
1: And Crystal and she was outnumbered by the boys.
0: <clears throat>
1: and I'm getting like messages and video calls and and stuff throughout the day because they're out picking tile, picking flooring, picking like making the decisions that need to be made, carpet. And I get a picture come through and it's kind of like what do you think? Um, or no, you called me actually, you sent a picture and you called me and you said, basically, I'm just letting you know, because we've already made the decision, but kind of like, what do you think? And I was like, what am I looking at? Like, what am I actually looking at? I don't like it. It's very different. Mm -hmm. And so Wayne's like, you're outnumbered. We've made the decision. And I'm like, wait, a whole bunch of boys have made a decision. And you're like, Crystal's here with us. She agrees. And I'm like. Okay, like, what do I, got, I do? I a gun to Crystal's head. I'm 250 kilometers away. Like, not much I can do. So, I just was like, okay, and they 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 bought it, and so I I sent it to our stager because she's like, you know, what's the renovation going to look like? Like, what kind of materials are you using so that I can get an idea for the staging stuff? And so I sent her a picture of the tile, and I was like, Kendra, I've been outnumbered. Uh, this decision was made without me, but this is the tile that they're using and she's like, okay, well, you know, um, I think it can actually look really cool, but don't pick anything else patterned if I'm not giving away too much, I know you guys are like keeping it hush hush. I I
0: love (laughs) that when, when Gabby told me that yesterday, all I heard was that, okay, cool. That'll work. Just don't do anything else patterned in the house. What I heard was, okay, cool. Well, you've already made your decision. Try not to do anything like that again in the house. Otherwise, it won't look good. Exactly. I can work with that. Just don't (laughs) Don't do it again. Don't do (laughs) anything else. But like when we saw that tile, I've never seen tile like that. Maybe I just don't hang around in tile shops. We just, you know, we get very basic white or gray. You know, it's, it's like it's pretty basic stuff that we do. All of our flips are the same. Well, you need when to appeal
1: we, to the masses, not to a specific person, right?
0: Oh, this is this is this is going to be a trendsetter. Okay, this is going to be a trendsetter. When we saw this thing, all three of us went, "Oh, <laughs> look at this!" And then, like, we started like we moving it around, like, "Oh, it'll look weird if there. You have to have it almost like." um staggered like this and then we realized oh wow there's like a pattern oh cool oh it all matches up yeah it all matches up so wait till you guys see it you'll love it
1: yeah so but what i said to wayne yesterday is um we were driving and and talking about decisions being made and that sort of thing and um i just said like do do you realize how masculine that tile is and so like I, I don't know if that like resonates with any of you, but like there's things that like there's light fixtures, there's paint colors, there's basically anything that you can think of that goes in a house mm-hmm. that either feels masculine or it feels feminine. And I don't know if um, any of you will remember or have been on like the uh, Calvin's like flip tours and stuff, but like he's even talked about this, how with renovations you really want to keep things feminine because you're appealing to the, um, decision-maker and mm-hmm. the per like, cause the, when a woman walks into the house, it needs to feel really good. Right. Right. Because we do a lot of decision-making based on, f- on how it makes us feel mm-hmm. right. So you want to err on the side of femininity, not of masculinity. And that tile to me is pow masculine. Yeah. Like not an ounce of femininity in it. So,
0: Okay, I'm what about equal rights? (laughs) Normally, I wouldn't bring up this topic on the podcast, but today I feel like it's necessary. I, I agree with you. On the way that it is, but that doesn't mean necessarily that's the way it should be. I watch men walk through houses. I walk through houses. I walk through Home Depot. Do we have a say? No. We're like, oh, honey, look at this. This is really cool. No. Oh we feel like four-year-olds <laughs> in the grocery store so i'm imagining a male and a female a couple and they're walking through this house okay and this is the fifth house they've seen and he's had his 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 masculinity stomped on for the last four houses and he's just done and the woman's walking through this whole house and she's like oh look at all of this femininity I love it. I'm White, feeling good. Right, huge yard, trees. Oh my gosh. Did you see like all the landscaping out front? And then the guy's just kind of like walking around the corner just like, hmm. hmm And then he opens up the bathroom door and he sees this and he's like, Honey. This is it. This is the one. <laughs> I'm putting my foot down. Oh yeah, I love it, honey. honey love it. Yep. Just don't go in the washroom. realtor we'd like to make an offer $30,000 over asking I don't care
1: I'm going to be you know and like I might be wrong I'm not saying that I'm always right I mean like 99.9% of the time I am but Okay. You you had a right moment yesterday that if you want to brag about it, you can, but-
0: I don't remember. I'm right a lot.
1: <laughs> no, you're not.
0: I don't I don't remember actually.
1: The backsplash for the basement. Um,
0: oh, yeah. No big deal.
1: Yeah. Anyways, I, I could be wrong, but I'll be interested to see if it comes back in feedback when we list the place.
0: Oh, 100%. <laughs> you know, there's a reason why I tried this tile when Calvin is not listing this property. <laughs> feel like Calvin's not around, Gabby's not around, this is when I get to try something different. I it's, it gets boring for me too. It gets boring doing the same stuff over and over. I um, so I'm excited about it. I'm I'm excited, or it'll be a complete flop, and then I have two other people <laughs> I can blame it on.
1: <laughs> I'm curious. Um, I'm curious what Taylor feels about the tile. I never got her uh, her input on that.
0: That's a great point.
1: Yeah, because she it, wasn't there either. She was left has, out of this decision.
0: Seen? Yeah, she's seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of Taylor, she wanted to know all about uh, what happened. Uh, we're flip flopping between properties. We've got so much stuff going on, but I thought it was, uh, you know, this is a fun. It's a fun day f- just for telling stories. Uh, it doesn't have to. I'm not shitting on you guys today, so you can take the morning off. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I just want to talk about the, the, the fun side of, of flipping and the fun side of working with your spouse. I think this is this is nice, actually. Um, Taylor has been trolling me all morning in the chat has she? because we've been we've been tiptoeing around that light fixture over at the Parkview thing and that light fixture I saw the beads and everything else and I'm like oh my god and even the contractor on site he's there and he's like oh, well you know I kept the box just in case
1: yeah so yeah Rick even was um we walked in and I was like oh the light fixture's up and he's like he's like yeah and I was like what and he's like, well, I kept the box. Like, this isn't you, do you like, I, I thought for sure you'd want me to take it down and replace it. And I was like, Rick, this is me. This is like what I would want in my house. And he's like, what? And he's like, it's, it's nothing like the stuff that you've, been, that you've been putting in the other places. And I'm like, I'm putting stuff in that appeals to the masses. This appeals to Gabby. And he's like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, way. I'm like, this is Gabby right here.
0: Yeah.
1: And so he's like, okay.
0: We're we're just kind of sitting there crossing our arms, just kind of looking at it. like, okay, all right. (laughs) Well, I'm just kind of looking around and everything. As I'm looking around, this is what Taylor's trolling me about, is I can't seem to find the light switch because there used to be a wall there between the dining room and the kitchen. And that's where the light switch was. So I'm like, Rick when he took out that wall, what happened to the light switch, buddy? <laughs> and they're just kind of they're not saying anything. And I'm like and they're like, oh, I can't remember exactly what you guys said. It's all blur because you guys completely embarrass me. But <laughs> but I and they're like, oh, wait till you see this. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, Rick was like, wait until you see this and you're like and Wayne's like, what? Did you put a, a clapper on there?
0: And, and, and then they're like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, you did not put a fucking clapper on this light fixture. And I'm like, I'm getting, I'm getting somewhat annoyed and angry because I thought legit that why would you put a clapper on the dining room light fixture? Mm -hmm. I mean, I get it. When you move in, it's kind of cool. I'm like, I'm all for it. I think this is fucking dope if you can have a clapper for your dining room light, I'm like, do clappers throughout the house, have have a have a clapping system, like a one clap for the dining room, a two clap for the living room, you know what I mean? Like you could you could really get creative with this stuff. I mean, I'm all for that. Very masculine. Um, <laughs> light dining room light, bedroom moonlight. light. <laughs> it's all masculine. Okay. But uh, I I'm thinking to myself like, fuck me.
1: People someone's, are going to come in. here. Someone's going to come
0: through this listing. Thinking about buying the house and they're going to turn all the lights on and they're going to be like, where's the light switch for the dining room? And then Gabby's like, oh, we'll just hang a little piece of paper here that says, clap me. <laughs> and I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me, Gab. Like, seriously, this is this is ridiculous. You guys saw a video yesterday. Gabby video videoed me that, throughout this whole so way. So
1: Wayne was like, and,
0: and there was so much more before the video started.
1: <laughs> well, Wayne was like, is this some kind of joke? Like, is Odin, Odin's um, our other contractor in there. It's like, is Odin going to come around the corner with his video camera and be like, oh, we pranked you? And, or, yeah, whatever. And we're like, no. And then as soon as Wayne said that, I was like, oh, I got to get my, video, my camera up. And so I pulled it out, pretending that I'm just going to, like, take a video of, like, the clap, the clap on and the clap off. Like, how cool is this? social media content.
0: <laughs> I played along and, I'm like, this is so this is fucking dumb. But at the same time, people are going to love the fact that we put a clipper or clapper on this on this light switch.
1: Yeah. So so Rick, like, like the um, the little uh, light switch thing for it was um just in the living room. So like Rick, like ducked back and, and grabbed it and just very discreetly and and he's like, try it out. Clap. <laughs> so he has the little the little switch behind him and every time Wayne pocket. claps he's he's doing it he's clicking it and so it's turning on and turning off with each of Wayne's claps and so it's believable and it was Wayne's idea so why would he not believe it like he's the one who said is it a clapper
0: that was the worst part about it
1: yeah like if we had been like oh we we installed a, a clapper here and you know test it out he might have like got suspicious yeah but because it was his idea that like he was like where's the light switch you didn't install a clapper did you and then like the way that it just all fell into place and that like Rick and I both didn't skip a beat we were just like because Rick already had showed me um earlier Wayne was outside on the phone with another um contractor so Rick had literally just showed me how it worked and how cool it was and uh and then yeah for this all to just like fall into place and so yeah Wayne was like clapping and clapping and clapping and clapping and it's working and then finally I was like okay Rick like show him (laughs) and so yeah it was like a little it has a little um uh what's it called transistor um
0: Bluetooth um
1: yeah it has a little thing in the light switch and then you connect it to the light switch, Mm -hmm. which can be, it's like a little thin light switch that can basically be mounted into, yeah, any little box. And yeah, so we, we let him in on the secret and he felt like a big idiot. And now it's all over social media. Go check out my Facebook and Instagram pages. Fuck
0: I, I just, Gabby's right. Had, had, had they said it, I would have never believed it, but like, I cannot believe I, I, I cleared the path for the whole fucking joke. And uh, it was my idea. That's why I believed it. And I thought it was so fucking dumb. Like, I cannot believe you guys. Not only did you choose this light fixture, which is extremely bold, you didn't talk to me about it. You put a fucking clapper on it. Are you kidding me right now? Like, how is how is this? I know we're busy, but we're not that busy. <laughs> like, how did you have time to have all this discussion? How was I not involved yeah, in the group not chat? In the chat? <laughs> like, I'm thinking that, like, in my mind, I was so just completely blown away by the decision that was made so impulsively without me. <laughs> yeah. And then uh yeah, it ended up making for a great piece of social media content, so. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, um we've talked about those lights fixtures in the past. Um those bluetooth ones were
1: mm-hmm.
0: um if you can't get a light um switch
1: for wired, it, yeah.
0: wired, you can just use like a bluetooth switch. And it's it's like a normal light switch and then you just mount it to the wall and easy. Yeah. So, um That's pretty cool actually it's um rather than having to go back and you know tear open the drywall a little bit and do all that stuff and fishing wire and whatnot so it's pretty cool um did it end up costing a lot
1: no so the well i mean like those switches are quite are dramatically more expensive than a regular light switch
0: switch and then you put the little transistor into the The light fixture okay
1: yeah so it's definitely more expensive but you need to weigh the cost of um what you're going to pay an electrician to do the wiring so if you have really easy access like if you have ample attic space and you can just go in and wire it up and drop it down and and bob's your uncle great but if you have tighter spaces to work in or really weird configurations and that sort of thing and they need to start like busting through drywall then this in in that instance this is cheaper so, mm-hmm. um, it worked out that, yeah, we, uh, we got four of them for the, um, four main lighting areas and yeah. And so like, you can hook them up to whatever, like you can hook them up to, to pot lights or to light fixtures or to like whatever.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's a good solution. Yeah. Um, Amber's got a question, but I just feel like there's not enough time to really answer it today. I mean uh, to answer your question really quickly, she asked, uh, she, maybe I can, um, she asked, uh, Uh, Do you guys have any experience doing a rural flip? If so, how did it differ from the in-town flips? Um, No, uh, we don't. And that's not to say it's not possible. It's just um, most flippers and experienced real estate investors that I know say don't do rural flips. Um, If you're flipping, you want to be able to sell it quickly. You want to be able to have lots of buyers looking at it. Rural flips sit on the market significantly longer. So unless you're in an area where there's like some high net worth individuals who want something slightly outside the city, you know what I mean? Who want that acreage, they'll be willing to pay for it and pay a really good price. Um, You know, if, if oil was booming, I have a feeling there'd be a lot of CEOs looking at that.
1: I feel like though, like in that instance, I feel like I instantly think of like outside of Nelson, BC along the lake, like all those like big properties, like where people go to um, retire or to you know, like all, all the Albertans, they retire and they move out there and mm. they get their place on the lake. But like in outside of like an Edmonton area.
0: I'm um, just looking. She had a follow up. Um, <clears throat> uh, something about Wildwood. Is that an hour outside of Edmonton Wildwood area? Yeah, it's, you know, just to just know that it's going to be on the market significantly longer yeah. and there's that risk. So you're going to want a really, really nice, it better be a really amazing opportunity. Um, but you know, we, we focus on neighborhoods that have high demand, right? Um, you can get an amazing deal just about anywhere, but will someone buy it? That's the question. And I had this conversation yesterday, actually, um, on a coaching call and, there are there are some neighborhoods that are just better and move faster and that are very desirable compared to others and if you can get in those neighborhoods what you're going to find is that so we're looking at I remember now we were looking at comps and they're like oh we we pulled comps and there was like a bunch it, you know the the after repair values between something like 460 and 500 And I looked at it, I'm like, I know that neighborhood, it's 500, it's 500. Um, But they said the comps came in recently in the last three months, and there's a bunch of houses that sold for 350. And when I looked at it, I'm like, okay, those houses are like original, you know, dog-stained carpets, you know what I mean? Um, And then the ones that were 500 were like the high-end renovation flips, like the stuff that you're seeing us do. And there's a big difference in those neighborhoods, those highly sought-after neighborhoods. You will see two houses that are exactly the same across the street from each other. Same lot size, same square footage, same style, same bungalow, same bedroom, same everything. One will sell for 350 and one will sell for 500 But The one that sold for 350 is has no updated windows, needs a new roof, original furnace, dog-stained, animal-stained carpets, original kitchen, right? The one across the street is like the ones you see us renovating. Everything's brand new, walls opened up, brand new furnace, brand new windows, brand new roof. You know what I mean? The exterior has been painted. It's, there's there's flip quality price, and then there's 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 um whatever market value price. And so um when you're going out into these rural areas, you don't have that luxury of like the like one house will be worth 350 and the will be five They'll all just be worth three fifty because no one's willing to pay an extra hundred and fifty thousand dollars for that luxury in Wildwood, right? Mm-hmm. And that's something you got to consider. So that's why we focus on those nice neighborhoods because we know there's lots of people that want to live in that area, in that neighborhood. A lot of times it's like proximity to downtown, just mm-hmm. outside downtown far enough that doesn't, it's not downtown prices. Um, and they're willing to pay an extra one hundred fifty for luxury, um, as opposed to buying the $350,000 house right next to it. So just know that you're probably not that, that concept right there will not apply when, if you're going into a, a less desirable area, it doesn't necessarily have to be rural. It could mean like, here's a great example. Um, most areas of Millwoods, South Edmonton, for those of you guys that are in Edmonton, we, when I, I when I was doing my research on, on neighborhoods uh, for flips, um, I asked, what about Millwoods? There's great prices. And, and after I looked at the comps and after he showed me, I realized that that spread, that that um, that ability to sell it for more than what the other houses are worth is not there because the de- desirability isn't there. There isn't enough people that are willing to pay that much for a luxury flip. So we just don't we just do not do Millwoods. Now, if there's an opportunity and we see good comps, because there is what we do, do one in Millwoods. We have one in Tweddle Place in Millwoods where that one, the spread was there. It was very rare. I wasn't looking. I just happened to see it. But it's very rare to be able to find that. So um, you want to be able to sell it for more than what the market value is for those houses in that area and if you do rural you don't really have that luxury mm-hmm. you don't really have that ability so yeah. um, Sheila tried calling in but uh, <laughs> you know it's 7 o'clock yeah. I gotta get a kid to school you guys gotta go finish brushing your teeth and get your coffee ready for work um, hope you guys have an awesome day uh, I told you I'd talk about some pesky windows I can talk about that tomorrow though
1: have a great Wednesday
0: have a great Wednesday guys thanks for listening